Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Well, hello everybody, welcome to episode 104, 104, and a happy new year to all the Wolves peeps. Welcome to the ENS Wolves Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Judah, and remotely this morning on his day off, please welcome, come in, Mr. Timothy Adama Spears. Hello. Hello. How is he going, love? Fine. <laughs> Good. You all right? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. What's going on? Um, just chilling out in the office, missing my partner in crime. But I'm glad that you've um, pulled yourself. Well, I say you've pulled yourself it's out careful. of bed. You have. You have. You have done this in bed before. Um, are you? Are you sitting in the bed today? Because that is one of one of your um, one of your places where you like to present from. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm downstairs on the sofa. Okay. I only woke up an hour ago. Um, it's 11.50 now. Woke up at 10.50. Yeah, was that um, alarm or, or you just woke up naturally? Forgot to set an alarm. Um, okay, steady. Forgot we were doing the podcast. Excellent uh, news. But anyway, I'm here. <laughs> I did think that when we were when we were due, due to go at 10 o'clock this morning, I hadn't heard anything <laughs> from you and I was like, oh, okay. I don't think we're in any danger here of, of, of starting on time. I've been I've been well below my sleep hours this week, so I needed to catch up. I thought you were going to say well below par, but well below sleep, sleep hours counts as well. Um, it, it's strange, isn't it? Because we haven't really had a had a massive break because obviously you got you got Boxing Day um, game, 29th game, and then New Year's Eve we're working. New Year's Day, some of us are working. Second of January Wolves game. There's not been a, a kind of like prolonged, chilled out session. But but to be fair to you, you've managed to to cram the partying in on, on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. Fair play to you. Uh, yeah, and a few other days as well. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been it's passed by in a haze of red wine and football, uh, which which is great for me. That's basically my life. How was uh, how was New Year's Eve? What, what happened? Good, good. Went out in Stafford. Um... In Stafford, what? I, I tell you what, I love a good night out in Stafford. <laughs> There's some cracking people out there. Went for a nice curry and then a couple of bars and then ended up in Pop Tastic until three a.m. Is that is that is that, um, is that competition for Pop World? <laughs> uh, it's 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 pure cheese, pure it's, filth it's, is what it is. It's unfiltered. Is it Gouda? Oh. It is. It's it's stinking bishop of clubs. <laughs> it is honestly. I haven't done the macarena for a few years. Oh um, no! I, don't, oh, I, did, I, did, I, did, I didn't footage. do it this time. I went to the bar. So I actually hate that song. Um, Barbie girl. Oh yes, I love a bit of Barbie girl. Of, oh yeah, we, this I'm is right Barbie up your street. In you. I, I like the. Be- it's fantastic. <laughs> you can brush my hair. Mate, we've actually said this on the podcast before. You've got to stop saying it. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. I do like it. Though. It's superb. Uh, Cotton Eye Joe. I mean, oh, I remember... Yes, I, bit of rednecks, mate. I remember this because of all the videos we took on the night. But um, Oh, it's fantastic. And that well-known redneck song after Cotton Eye Joe, Bob Bop and I Bow, that also got to number two, I think, straight afterwards. Sorry? Yeah, Bob Bop and I Bow. Sorry? There's, there's, there's Cotton Eye Joe, and then they released another one very, very, very soon afterwards. I think called Bob and I Bow, which was almost, almost, almost something like that. Let me have a look now. I'm googling it. But anyway, they released a song that had exactly the same kind of lyrics as Cotton Eye Joe, and it, I mean, genius. I mean, the song, Rednecks, Rednecks. You googling Rednecks? Rednecks songs. Oh, is that what they were called? Is it? Yeah, there was some. Yeah, let's have a look. Cotton Eye Joe. 1995. Uh, they were Swedish, they've, apparently. They've had, they've, had, they've had quite a few, quite a few hits. Well, I say hits in inverted commas here. So there's Rednecks. Oh, such a good song, Rednecks, though. It gets you going. There's Old Poppin' and Oak, 1995. Rolling Home and uh, Hitting the Hay. I'll, I'll, I'll search it out because one of them, one of them was was almost very, 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 very similar to Cotton Eye Joe. Wish You Were Here, 95. When was the last time they brought a hit out? Oh. 2018, Manly Man. <laughs> well, that's that's going to get played later on. 
dear. Um, any New Year's resolutions? A lot of people asking for New Year's resolutions, Timothy. What's your New Year's resolution in 2000 and beautiful 19? Uh, oh, come on, man. I mean, uh, I, didn't, I didn't really have one. I'm, I, I can't be bothered with those kind of things anymore. Um, I, I think I've done all the things that already that people would make up as a New Year's resolution. Right. I, I, well, I've had some bad food. I had curry last night. Oh, okay. You like a curry, don't you? Uh, I was on the ciders last night. I've had, I've had alcohol. On Thursday, January the 30th, <laughs> on the ciders and a curry? I was out with James Fielding last night. Oh, Jimmy F, how's he? What's his form? Yeah, good, yeah. Big uh, big Villa fan, James Fielding. Living life. <laughs> Team captain at the Wolves Poddy Live, which, by the way, if you hadn't seen already today, we have um, we have um, come across some some previously unseen footage of Mr Luke Hatfield, who was helping us on the night, and um, people will know Luke very well from, from, from podcasts gone by, and uh, some of these, probably one of the highlights of the night of Abuse of the Week Live, um, was a put down and a, and a proper roast of Luke Hatfield, which which has been filmed and, and edited and is now available to view for all the world to see. It's very good. It, you, you've got to watch it. It's hilarious. It was, it was a if, highlight of the whole night. And, and if you don't, if you don't, um, if, if you don't enjoy that kind of thing, you'll see um, Tim Spears at the start looking looking slightly red after after a bottle and a half of red wine. I was I was gone at this point. And you were oh, gone. I, I was so, carrying oh. it by this point. Uh, yeah, no, Fielden uh, commentates mm. on Villa, so he was um, telling me all about Tammy Abraham and, and, oh, and what he's good at. Oh, nice. Uh, I've, got a few, I've got a few Villa fan friends, and I know, I know we'll talk about Tammy in a bit. Yes. But um, Villa, friend of mine, uh, works with Expression Star, Pete Maidley. Oh, says, yes, yes, Peter. Court said he's not, he's not a mobile player. He's not very mm. mobile. Mm. Fielden counters this by saying that's his main strength basically that he's extremely mobile so right. one of them someone's either, lying yeah well I know one of them drinks heavily before a match and one of them doesn't I'll, I'll leave the <laughs> listeners to decide which one that is um, so yeah Samuel contrasting views. <laughs> mm. Oh dear! Right. Um, well, it's it's been an eventful uh, Christmas period, Tim. We haven't we haven't um, had a had a chat, a good old chinwag, since Wembley, um, and then you know, so it was almost like a, a what a way to finish 2018 and, and um, a hangover to start the new year. Two games with very different outcomes and results. Yeah, totally. And um, just b- b- before we move on to to the um, to the analysis from myself, um, yes. I thought I thought we'd give some actual proper analysis this week. Oh, go from on. Uh, from a first time uh, attendee of a Wolves game, uh, my missus this week oh. went to the oh, Palace so she, game. She did right now during the game. She sent me a series of observations. Right, uh, this quite, could be this could be genius. She's quite blunt. where was she anyway? Why did, she was anyway. in the Steve, Steve Bullupper. Oh right, okay. Oh, my she, missus would have gone. Wouldn't she? She's quite blunt, my missus. Uh, straight straight to the point. Yeah. Um, but I thought she made some excellent points, um, so okay. I'll just run through them um, here. Uh, Twenty eight is crap. Uh, <laughs> that's Jamatino, everybody. Um, he doesn't move; all he does is pass. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Trying to explain that that's his that's his whole thing, really. Yes. That's why he does. Um, why don't we run? They need to run. Oh, okay, what, good stuff. Um, we don't keep the this, pace this is, up. What is? We don't keep the pace up. Don't keep the pace up, okay. Uh, there's no pressure. The lack yeah. of pressure is ridiculous. Oh, ridiculous. Does that mean uh, ridiculous is in, in, in the cool people's terms? Quite, yeah. So this is a series of WhatsApp messages, by, by the way. Okay. Um, get Doherty mm. off. What? Right. Why is there no one in the box? I mean, she's sounding more and more like Nuno every every. Very every, astute every points. We don't yes. tackle. We just wait for them to lose it. Right, uh, and then she said Ryan Bennett is miserable. Apparently, to be fair, he is. Apparently, never smiled. Um, the Crystal fans are rowdy. She said, oh, "The Crystal fans, yeah, right, right, okay, yeah. yeah, doesn't quite understand yeah, it. Should, should, go, should, should be go, Palace, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, she, she just thought it was a, a terrible, woeful performance, basically. So, I mean, she's talked more sense in those WhatsApps than you have for the last, you know, the entire 2018. I think she could be the new comment piece. So, the, so the Tim Spears de- debrief. It's the I don't want to mention her name because she'll get she'll get abuse. But the the LT the LT debrief on a Monday yeah, is what totally, people want to yeah. people want to read. She's absolutely spot on. Lack of yeah. pressure, not tackling, no one in the box. Very, very pertinent points. So, when, when when she's sending you these messages and you know her first Wolves game, do do you reply in in, in layman's terms or you know or is it? No, I was, I was sticking it in the match report. 
<laughs> in bed tweeted. Um, oh, no, I couldn't really reply during the game, but yeah, no, we had we had a good uh, we had a good debrief, so to speak, afterwards. Uh, so yeah, you so very, very, did. Very, <laughs> <laughs> balls in box. <laughs> Stop it. No, it's a very, very succinct observation. It's from a first-time observer. It's only a second-ever football match. I thought, I thought she did uh, very well. Does she want to come back after watching that rot? She does actually. She does actually. She, she wore my wolf scarf. Right. Um, she, she liked some you of the songs. You wore her pants. <laughs> Although she thought, yeah, it was very quiet. It's a shame the atmosphere was rubbish. Mm-hmm. She'd come to Wembley, then, shouldn't she? Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, that's that's the thing. You see, the Palace game was most unlike Wolves, wasn't it? Which, mm-hmm. which is a real shame. Well, you say most unlike Wolves, or, or arguably, is it most like Wolves that a lot of people predicted what was going to happen to him? It sorry, was, sorry. It was sort of predictable, but equally, you know, they've only lost one in six up to that point. Uh, but, I mean, what annoyed me, really, more than anything, was that they couldn't just see it out for a nil-nil. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, see out yeah. a dire nil-nil. Take the cle- point, terrible sheet. nil-nil, but take the point and go. Clean sheet, take the point, move on. But mm-hmm. yeah, as soon as Palace really ramped up their ambitions by only a notch really yeah. and got a few players forward then they mm. yeah got a couple of late goals so it was just it was all very flat Wolves do have a problem breaking teams down that try and stop them playing you know despite yeah. Nuno Nuno says it's a cliche but I really don't agree you, you can see it Palace flood the midfield mm-hmm. they stop Wolves playing there's a real lack of creativity a real lack of urgency um, and he's got to come up with a bit of a plan B to combat this because it's, everything's great, right? They're ninth place, brilliant, been a fantastic yeah. season. But there are just a couple of warning signs because I think as teams play them for the second time, we'll mm-hmm. see a lot more of this. Teams trying to stop them playing, they'll wise up to how to stop Wolves playing. Sure. And then there'll be a lot of teams scrapping for their lives, you know, second half of the season that that, mm-hmm. that 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 will be much harder to play against. So there are a few warning signs. Um and you just don't want it to kind of spoil their season, really. This issue of the yeah. against against lesser teams, because I, I still think they can they can do something really very special this year. Absolutely, and I mean, you, you still you, know, you look at the table now, and okay, you know, Leicester Leicester have had a a really good little run of things lately, apart from that Cardiff defeat, but only two points away from seventh still, Tim. I mean, Man United have obviously recovered and, and done great under Solskjaer. Are we are we thinking those that those top six are now going to be the six that are going to you know? move away and, and, and it's seventh and below that, that Wolves should be looking at? I think six has gone now, yeah. I yeah. think a, a few weeks ago, Wolves were, Wolves were one point off sixth. This mm-hmm. is before the Liverpool game. That was the week that Mourinho was sacked. So at that point, they were very much in the hunt. But yeah, since then, Man United won four in a row. They It looks like they're going to win more than they lose for the rest of the season. Yeah, six, six places gone. Um, so you've seven, got this mini league now, seventh yeah. to thirteenth, yeah, which is totally. um, only 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 five points separating Leicester in seventh and, and Brighton in thirteenth, and that's the league that that Wolves could uh, and 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 some would say potentially should finish finish top or, or at least top two. Yeah, I, I don't know about should, but yeah, there's certain you know when you've got teams like Leicester and Everton around you, there's no um, there's no should about it really. But I think that they can. Um, mm-hmm. They've got Leicester at home in a couple of weeks, which is. Um, which is a good game to look forward to. They've got they've got to play all these teams again. Yeah, they'll yeah. have Watford away. They'll have West Ham at home. They'll have Everton, Everton away. away. Mm-hmm. They'll have Bournemouth away, oh, and they'll have Brighton at home. Yeah. Um, and it's all about showing that consistency. And I really wanted Wolves to to dominate Palace and show that mm. they deserve to be in this position in, in a lofty top off position. But they haven't dominated and beaten a team that they've expected to beat since Burnley. Really, Burnley, yeah, yeah in September. Right. You know they've. Mm-hmm. They've um, they've laboured to victory against mm-hmm. like Newcastle, Bournemouth was a struggle, Southampton. Mm-hmm. If people remember that one, that was a real struggle. Yeah, it wasn't great. No. So great, they got the results, fantastic. But th- they did labour to victory against these teams. So we want to, we want to see improvements. Yes, we're asking a lot of them, but we know it's there. You know, we know mm-hmm. how good this team can mm-hmm. be. So there's there's some very extreme opinions around at the moment. There are a lot of fans that just say, look, we should just be happy to stay up. And then there are a lot that say, look, we should be pushing for Europe with this squad. And mm-hmm. you're getting massive highs and lows on social media, depending yeah. on what the result is. It's, it's wildly contrasting. And yet, in the middle of all that, Wolves are exactly where they wanted to be at mm-hmm. the start of the season, in ninth place. So you've got mm-hmm. all these fans going mental. I saw some crazy stuff after the Palace game. Nuno, Nuno clueless. Nuno's, Nuno's got to change his way of thinking. He doesn't know what he's doing. Or... 
you get the opposite. Come on, bloody hell, you know, we're, remember where we were five years ago, which some people yeah. had a go at me for pointing out yesterday, but it's still a pertinent point. Mm-hmm. And yet, in the middle of all that, Wolves are ninth, and that's exactly where they want to be. Yeah. So everyone, just let's just calm down because <laughs> they're yeah they're doing great. And I've got to, I've got to say, Palace. There was a lot. I had a few fans tweet me saying, "Come on, we've got to be beating teams like Palace." Mm-hmm. No, they've been in the Premier League six years now. Yeah. Hodgson managed nearly seven hundred games in his managerial career. They beat Man City away just before Christmas. Mm-hmm. They've got eight internationals, same as Wolves. Some of them play for France, Sacco. Um, Townsend's playing for England. Mm-hmm. Van Arnhelt's played for for the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. And if you go through those two squat two two elevens, yeah, and say, well, if you get how many of those Hello? Palace players were getting the Wolves team, mm-hmm. quite a few, really. Yeah. If you look at Zaha, Townsend, uh, Milivojevic, or I mean, pronounce his name, Milivojevic, yeah, Van Arnhelt, Wan Wan Bissaka, Saka. I thought mm-hmm. MacArthur was outstanding. Mm-hmm. That do you know? Do you know what I mean? There's, yeah, there's a case for saying yeah. that you'd have more Palace players in your team than than, mm-hmm. than, than Wolves. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just saying they're they're a team of very good players. Absolutely no divine right to beat them whatsoever. No, and they just happen to lose this one. So mm-hmm. no disaster. Dust themselves down and move on. Well, let's 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 just just um, analyse happier times, Tim and and, uh, and and Wembley, which a lot of people will remember for. Well, I say a long time to come, probably the rest of their lives, because you know some people you, you might not get that again. Well, I mean, well, the last time they played at Wembley was was thirty years ago, so mm-hmm. um, uh, it's it's a, it's a rarity, and it was a fantastic, unbelievable day, unforgettable day, as you say. It, the, the second half was scarcely believable, to be honest. You know, I've, I've seen I've seen Wolves win against the odds. I've seen them beat huge teams, the best teams in the country. I've seen them cause huge shocks, special yeah. days in in playoff finals, in cup matches, playoff semi-finals, the rest of it. But I've never, ever, ever in my thirty-three years on this mm-hmm. earth. Yes, Nathan, I'm only thirty-three. Mm. Wowzer! Um, I've never seen wolves. Are yeah? <laughs> I've never 33. seen thirty-three. Wo- <laughs> I know you thought I was twenty-six. I know mm-hmm. you've never seen. I've never seen wolves. Take on a team as good as Spurs, yep. as good as Spurs, and dominate them and outplay them and mm. completely and fully merit a 3 1 mm. victory purely mm. on quality and on tactics and on the goals they scored. You know, it was the opposite of smash and grab. They, yeah. they suffocated Spurs on their mm. own patch at Wembley, a huge yeah. pitch, a huge stadium. It was yeah. awe inspiring to watch. I've never seen oh. Wolves do that oh, yeah. ever. To a huge big team like that, it was it was fantastic to watch. Never forget it. And and the team that that, that Spurs had out. I mean, okay, it was on the 29th, so I think the matter rest of you. You look at the lineup and that they had. I mean, it was pretty much virtually full strength. Son, Kane, Ali, Eriksson, you know, Oldevera, Trippier, Winks, Davies, Loris. I mean, this was this was a top top team that they were playing. Yeah, totally. And and on their and on their day, very much I'd say the third best team in the country. If you're looking mm. at looking at an eleven. Yeah. Um, the the tiredness argument was um, was just rubbish. You know they went and won at Cardiff. They weren't they weren't tired at Cardiff a few days later, mm-hmm. were they? So yeah. everybody everybody's got the same schedule over Christmas. So I didn't buy Pochettino's argument about about <coughs> tiredness. So no, they, they look pretty good in the first half, Spurs. But but Wolves turned the game on its head. Came out the second half with a different approach. Took the game to them. And yes, the, some of the scenes were incredible. And then the noise after the third goal. I don't know if you've seen yeah. it back on Match of the Day. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. it's like amazing. Amazing. You know, you get your normal crowd noise, hooray! Mm. But this was so high pitched. It was. It was like. It was like wonder, amazement. Yes. It was. <laughs> it was so good. I tell you what, I've watched that Costa goal time and time again because the. I mean, the 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 build up to the play is fantastic, but the way that Costa turned. Moves his body around, he swivels his body around the ball to open him up. To, to, to you'd have thought that he hit it with his right, hits it with his left. It's just unbelievable. And the fact that all those three goals were right in front of the Wolves fans, so they just went straight across into the corner, was, was even better. Yeah, I was really, really pleased for Costa. Finally got his first goal of the season. You know, lovely lad. I um, I didn't tell you, but I saw a spot. He never does interviews, obviously. Mm. Never done an interview. No. But he walked, walked past with me. You. The, walked, walked past me in the mix zone after the game. Yeah. And gave me a little uh, sign. Uh, no, 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 
Not the one you're thinking of. <laughs> you wicked. It's quite, quite, quite a few have done that over the years. <laughs> no, you know when, you know when, um, so you've got your hand, you know when you stick, oh, your, I know, yeah. stick your thumb out and where your we, little... Where are we going with this? And your little finger. Stick yeah. your thumb and your little finger out and your three other fingers are, are making a fist. Oh, do you do the monocle thing or whatever so they any do? So any little swivelly thing like that? So oh, what does that right. mean, Nathan? I've asked a few people about this since then. What, what does that mean? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I've got no idea. Do you know what I mean? Think? Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. I mean, it's be something derogatory. It won't be something complimentary. <laughs> no, it? apparently it just means okay. No, right, okay. Or like cool. <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's a funny guy, though, Costa, and he, to be fair. He's always the, got a smile on his face. I don't quite. I don't think he quite knows where he is at times. Apparently, it's called the shaka hand gesture. The shaka, right? Uh, S-H-A- the boom shakalaka. S H A K A. The shaka is a symbol of the aloha spirit. Right. Um, to, so what's, to think so what's and, Think and exude good feelings to others. Right. Oh, a gesture nice. of friendly intent, often associated with Hawaii and surf culture. Oh, very good. So he okay, okay, I get you here. Okay. Sometimes. Oh, right. So he pointed. Did he? He pointed his finger and his thumb out. Did he? Or he just yes. made it into a circle. Yeah. So, oh, right, so, yeah, yeah. so you put your hand into a fist and then you, you take your thumb and your little finger oh, out yeah, and then yeah, you do a little yeah, swimming thing. <laughs> what did you say? Can Can I quote you, Helda? Please. Out of it this <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Cost you in ten million pound transfer to to Maui. Maui FC. <laughs> right, so hot or not's been a bit difficult this week because obviously the, the, a lot of the players that were hot were either not well, playing or not. You could have, you could have not. Costa in either, to be honest. <laughs> you could, I know. He's terrible um, against Palace. I'm sorry, well, oh, see, You see, I have got him in not this week, but to be honest, I thought you were a bit harsh on your rating for Costa. I thought he did okay. I didn't think he was he, he was any worse than the rest of them. But anyway, um, hot. Hot. Um, Adama Traore, Tim, who who came on maybe surprisingly so, started against Spurs, and and thought was absolutely excellent, even though he was off the field for all three of the goals. Oh, uh, breaking news! Oh, 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 go on. Nuno. It's not up. breaking because 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 um, people will know by the time this. Oh goes yeah, no, yeah. Oh, Old for news. manager of the month. Nuno for manager of the month. Yeah, fair mm. play. Mm. Very good. Hope he doesn't win it. Yeah, quite. Yeah. So, who's your? What was your thing? Adama Traore, Tim. Adama Traore, who probably had his best start in a wool shirt after a, a very, I still think, ropey first couple of touches, where we both looked at each other, going, oh. and then all of a sudden found his mojo, and that was as good as we've seen him. Well, he yeah, he ran the ball out of play at one point under absolutely no pressure, um, but then after that, no, he was brilliant, and you know, lo and behold, uh, Nuno finally starts him in his preferred position for the first time. And and he produces a performance like that. Wembley's yeah. probably the longest pitch in the country, I'd imagine. That's a guess, but I'd imagine it's a fair shout. Wembley's the longest pitch. So a good one for him to, to run from deep, stretch the play. But he frightened the life out of them. I mean, he got a booking out of Ericsson, drew a few other fouls. And Davies. He didn't draw the booking from Davies. But yeah, Davies was, was booked. I think that was foul on Doherty. But yeah, he was, um, he was brilliant. He was fearless. He... Set the tone really for what was to follow, because um, obviously all the goals came when he when he'd been subbed with a tight hamstring. But he uh, he, he set the tone, put Spurs on the back foot. He's getting crosses in the box. He was trying through balls. It was all action. It was brilliant, and we want to see that every week because he's um, a really special player. Spurs didn't know how to handle him, um, and uh, I and hope then he talked talked about him saying saying they've got incre- incredible pace and, and kind of specified and you know. Traore saying that they didn't, they still struggled to contain him. A shame that he went off injured, um, albeit you know a minor injury because he was on the bench um, against Palace. Hopeful, do we think that we might see him against Liverpool on Monday? I mean, he was fit enough to to be on the bench against Palace and play the last six minutes. Obviously, not fit enough to play for more than that, which is why we didn't see him for very long. But yeah, he'll be um, he'll be fine for Monday. Uh, another hot um, Leander. Den Donker. Just, just, 
dear. Um, again, another one from absolutely nowhere. Came in to start, his, make his full debut at Wembley. Spurs away and thought thought he did absolutely fine. I don't think Dendogger's going to be a player that's going to stand out on many occasions just because of the nature of his role. But I thought he did absolutely fine, Timothy. Um, I, I, yeah, I just I think we'll see more of him as the weeks go on. I think I think um, it was his debut. He clearly wasn't match fit or match sharp. And then he took a really nasty knock early on. He clashed, mm. clashed knees with Sissoko. It was one of those where you wince where you, where you look at it. And I think I think he went into his shell a little bit and just kept things very simple, very safe. Didn't really um, do much running. I mean, he was just trying mm. to sit really in front of the back back three, back five. So mm. I wonder if that early knock kind of inhibited him a little bit. I, 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 think, I think he'll grow in stature and we'll see more of him and, and he can be more... More of a perhaps a bit bit more of a not box to box, but he's got he's got some legs on him. He's got a bit of pace to him. Uh, he's got a decent pass on him. So yeah. ho- hopefully we'll see more of him, and I, re- I really hope we see him against Liverpool in the FA Cup on um, on Monday. Excellent. Um, and the third the third man, um, superb when he came on actually um, against Spurs, and probably a bit disappointing as as the, as the misses would uh, would say um, against Palace and João Moutinho. I mean, he was he was superb against Fulham in the second half, and then came mm-hmm. on and, and lifted Wolves to a new level against against Spurs at Wembley. Played some incisive passes. Obviously, got the assist for the goal with his corner. Finally, sent in a good corner, and then yeah, and he, he he was off it against Palace. There's a lot of players inconsistent at the moment, and you could probably put that down to the festive period, I suppose. You know, a lot of games in a short space of time. Yes, they should be used to it because they've been in the championship. But it has been a while since they've had this kind of schedule. So he's um, he's started. He's looked more like the the Martino we saw at the start of the season, though, which is very good news for Wolves. Yeah, um, not. Um, I've got Rui Patricio down here. Fair. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't caused any goals in the last two games, but his kicking is just continuously rubbish, and it's a problem because. He keeps knocking the ball to Doherty and he keeps seeming to knock it a yard too high for him and it just goes straight out of play. And yes, yes, it's only a throw and whatever, but it just puts Wolves on the back foot again and I don't know why they've got this issue with playing out from the back. I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. a problem last season. No. Um, he just can't kick very well. We've, we've seen it seen it in from day one in pre-season and he, he just hasn't managed to improve it, but... It is an issue. It is an issue because it's because teams will get wise to it and teams will put more pressure on him. Yeah, um, and he'll just keep making mistakes unless he sorts it out. John Ruddy obviously got a you'd have thought a chance to impress on Monday night. Can you can you see a scenario where if that continues to happen and maybe he, you know, maybe he's at fault for a couple of goals that Ruddy would have a shout getting back into it, or do you think because they've spent so much money on him, it's been such a big deal that he's he's in to stay regardless of what happens? I mean, they had to graft to sign him, didn't they? It took mm. a, it took a while, and they obviously really wanted him. I don't see him being dropped personally, unless mm. he makes a lot of clangers that lead directly to goals. Yeah, his, his kicking's his weakness, but I don't think that's a reason to drop him. I don't think he will. Helder Costa, um, like you say, in and out, and um, I don't really know what to what what to make of Costa. Um, I still think he's in, immensely talented, and and on the day, if everybody's playing to their peak ability, he'll be one of the first names on the team what, sheet. Hold on. Do you say if everybody's, peak, everybody's peak playing ability? to their peak peak ability? Oh, okay. I would have Helder Costa every single time. I thought you said uh, it like in, one in, word, like peak ability. Oh. I know, but well, maybe I don't know peak. Full stop. Full pace ability. <laughs> <laughs> Peak ability. Um, that he he would start every week. Where, where where is Costa on the on the landscape of things? Is he still Nuno's number one? Is he still going to be starting more times than not, or is it just horses for courses now? I do wonder. I do wonder with people like him and, and with Jota and others. You know, is Nuno sort of under pressure to play these guys because? They're Mendes boys, they're Fosun boys, and we all know Fosun plan to make a lot of profit from the guys that they bought in. And you wonder if Costa was to be sold today, they wouldn't get mm-hmm. thirteen million for him. I don't think, which is what they paid for him. Maybe the same with Jota, thirteen million. I'm not sure. You know, I'm not sure. Really, I'd I just, be surprised. I just I'd kind of surprised. wonder because Costa Jota. 
I don't know, played a lot when they've not been at the best this season. I wonder if he's under pressure to play them so that they rediscover their form and then they've got a decent value again. But I don't know, it's probably an outlandish theory. But with Costa, it's extremely frustrating because we know he's got the ability. He looks yeah. a bit lightweight to me in, in the Premier League. Um, is he working hard enough during games? I'm not sure, really. I'm not sure if, I'm not sure if he defends with, with as much um, vigour as some of his teammates and as much as you know, would want him to. He lacks conviction a lot of the time. You know, yes, great goal at Wembley, but he should have scored far more than that this season. He's a great lad, he's extremely talented, but he's got to be doing more. He has to be. Some or police, else, police or else. there in the background, is there, in, in, in your gaff? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> if he doesn't do more, he won't be here next season. Really? Yeah, he can't go through the season scoring one goal and, no, and what two assists. He's got to produce more. That's a big shout, though. Do you not think? No, totally. I think I think he's the most vulnerable out of the four forwards um, to move on in the summer. Absolutely, Wolves. Twenty-four years old. I mean, he's coming into his peak years. You'd have thought, wouldn't you? He's still improving. Still, I mean, you know, you've, you've only had. He's not these though. He's not. He's got. He's gone downhill since before his injury. He's not improving. He hasn't improved since before his injury. Yeah, but yeah, but when he was playing, he was playing in the Championship. You've had six. You only had six months. These guys in the Premier League. I mean, it's going to take him a, a season to to adapt. No. I mean, look at Jota. You could say you could say take away the last two or three games that Jota's played that he's done more than Jota's done. I don't know. Should you, can you give these guys a whole season to adapt? I mean, you look at someone like Matt Doherty or Willie, or you know Willie Bolly's made this step up for me. Uh, Jimenez is coming and adapted straight away. I don't know. He's he's played a lot of games now, costing the Premier League. It's um, he didn't have any problem against Liverpool in the FA Cup, did he? A couple of years ago. He's um he's gone he's he's regressed he's gone downhill I think that that injury really affected him and we've never really seen the same the same player since then. Um, not and the last one I, I was a tosser really and maybe I had Johnny down originally just because I don't I don't I just still don't know about Johnny and that might be harsh I just I I think maybe Vinagra could be the future and I, and I quite like Vinagra and I think when he's when he's come on he's done pretty well uh, but I've, I've gone for Ruben Neves just because is Ruben Neves an automatic start now for Wolves or has he lost his place now to, to Matinho and Sace? I mean Sace, Sace was quite average the other night against Ooh. Oh, hello. Against, you okay? Uh, I'm just moving. Against Palace. I tell you what, that's woken some people up who've been listening to that. <laughs> um, okay, you Okay. Yeah, fine. Yeah, okay. Sace, um, Sace, uh, looking to be dropped um, at Wembley. Sparkling water. And they've they've actually changed their midfield now for seven games in a row. Believe it or not, stretching wow. back to the Chelsea game, I think. One extreme um, to the other. So I think I think Martinho Sace is, is your partnership at the moment. We'll see what he does in the cup on Monday. But it's, yeah, we're looking at Man City away is the next time we probably field his first team. Mm. He's never in that. I don't, I don't know. know. That's what I was going to say. Interesting. Missed two two out of the last three. Um, mm. I thought he should have come on earlier against Palace. Personally, I thought he did okay when he came off the bench. Yeah, I'd say at the moment it's probably Matinho says if you're going for a flat three four three. Mm. Mm. So he's got to earn his place back in the team. His performances haven't, haven't been up to it. I thought it was the right call to drop him at Wembley. Um, no, we're going to have to uh, move uh, on. I can't. Do you know we've used half the show talking about what, what what's been and gone? But to be honest, I think it, I think it's enjoyable and it's, it has to be discussed. Okay, and sometimes these things happen. <laughs> we might have to um, cut short the questions today, um, but we will try and answer as many as we can. So shall Come we go on, through um, some very very quick ones? Okay. Um, so just just quick quick answers, Tim. We'll try and rattle through them. Um, here we go. Uh, Simon Rickards. Simon Rickards. Other rumours, don't you just hate rumours, are true, or if the rumours are true. Uh, and Villa are now backtracking on the Courtney Hawes deal due to the fee. Do you think this might be sour grapes because of our interest in Tammy Abraham? No, I think this is... Um, it's just Wolves. So do you want to explain, that, explain what, the, what the situation is uh, that's been reported at this moment in time? Oh, more, more breaking news of a very Goodness minor me, nature. what a podcast this is. Well, the FA Cup draw has been done at Molyneux on Monday after, after the match. Right. Uh, been done by Carla Keemey and Robbie Keane. Oh, very nice. Love That'll that. Good. Superb like that. news. Let me just re- retweet that. Are we going to be invited to that, that FA Cup draw? Or? Uh, no, but I think we could probably gate crush it. Oh, I think we can get crash it, yeah. Bottle of red wine, bottle of champers. <laughs> I think I know where it'll be held, so I'm sure we could find it. Uh, don't say, oh, yes. don't say, don't say, don't say. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, 
Yeah, it's happening after the game on Monday. Great news. Oh, we've got ball numbers. Wolves are ball 31. Oh, 31. (laughs) Brilliant. Right. So, uh, what was the question? Rickards. Courtney Hawes. So, yeah, he's probably off to to Villa. I think it'd be a great move for him. Um, Willy Bolly has ruined his Wolves career. Because he just oh he, he hasn't been able to get to get a game, has he? And he was uh, it was such a shame. He was injured last season when Bolly was out. I think he was injured at the time. Pretty sure he mm. was injured when Nuno took over. So Nuno's never really seen what he can do in league matches. I think he's only played seven minutes in the league for Wolves under Nuno. Did exceptionally well in the Carabao Cup last season at Man City. That that'll be arguably his finest hour in a Wolves shirt. Mm. But yeah, he's got to play. He's got to move on. He's too good to not play. Um, and hopefully Wolves don't stand in his way. There's a suggestion that the two clubs are uh, two million apart on the fee. I don't think Wolves will want four million for him personally. Yeah, you um, move it down to three. Let's meet in the middle. That's the classic negotiation tactic, isn't it? Mm. Um, you go four, you go two, and then yeah, they'll meet at three. Um, so yeah, well, no, you know, you know, there's there's so many ways you can word it now. You know, they made fifty appearances and you add an extra million quid or whatever. You know, they go up and it's another million quid. There's loads of ways that you can you can broker a deal these days. It's not just going to be straight up, is it? Absolutely, Nathan, you are right. And mm. uh, yeah, he's, he's a very good player. I mean, a lot of my Villa mates asking about him. You know, he's he's big. He's Shame strong. to see him go. He, he, do you think he, Wolves are making a mistake? He can read the ball. He's good on the ball. Um, he's composed. I think a run of games in the Championship alongside a really good centre half. And you'll see exactly how good he can be. So yeah, you know, only a couple of years ago, I thought he was nailed on to play for England one day. There's no reason why that can't happen, really. If if he gets his career back on track, it's just yeah, Willy Bolly, certainly certainly a better player at this time. So, but the right for Wolves to let him go, do you feel? He's not playing. He's played seven minutes in the league in in a year and a half. So. Mm. You can't, can't have him, can't have him there forever. They, they, they it is just... crazy, though, isn't it? Let, let's say Bolly had got an injury, you know, a long-term injury. You'd have thought Courtney Horse could quite easily have played twenty-five games. Yeah, totally. In the last, yeah. In the last yeah. two years, you know, it just it is what it is, isn't it? Really. Yeah, I feel, yeah, I feel sorry for him, but he, you know, he's from he stayed professional all along. You know, I know mm. he had a couple, obviously, had his couple of his disciplinary issues, which were well uh, documented by the Express and Star uh, yeah. a couple of years ago. But, you know, he's got all over that. He's, he's matured as a man. He's, he's a good lad to talk to. Very eloquent guy, actually. Yeah, you um, spoke to him pre-season, didn't you? And he was he was up for it and spoke very well. Yeah, I spoke to him after, after the West Ham game as well. Yeah, always, always have to chat. Like I said, very eloquent. Um, and if he if he doesn't make it Villa, he's got his, got his rap career to fall back on. <laughs> Quartz is his name. Quartz. Quartz. Quartz in the ass. Wow. Uh, Wibbly, Wibbly's on. Uh, What New Year's resolution should members of the Wolves team make? Make these quick, by the way. God. um, I mean, if if Patricio could learn to kick a football, that'd be good. Okay, excellent news. Quote that on the uh, on on the Wolves team team wall. Uh, Motivation. (laughs) Tim Spears. Um, I mean, Bonatini'd love a game of football. That'd be a New Year's resolution for him. Yeah. Been two months since he played now. Two months. Sure, I tell you what, if he if he's on the bench on Monday, which he could quite well be still, um, Scott Martin would Costa be beneficial in playing in the number ten role behind Jimenez and Jota Cavallero when he comes back from injury? Mm, I've tried that on FIFA. It doesn't doesn't quite work. He's not okay. not, strong, not not strong enough. Not feeling that. So therefore, I don't, know, mm. I don't think it'd work. Joe Bromley, Joe Bromley, Joe Bromley, the the um, the instigator of the of the roast of Luke Hatfield, um, that's that's available on Twitter as we speak. Who spends more at Topman, Tom Leach or Luke Hatfield? Oh, he's back. He's still going he's with back. the narrative. He's back. Yes, absolutely. Uh, would you care to answer that? Uh, I'm not sure. I would, I would have thought. I thought Tom Leach probably. Yeah, I think. But you know, as as, you, as people have said on on Twitter, um, is he is he your your son when you've done a couple of um, couple of videos from Compton? But I feel like he might still be in the River Island boys section um, before we go to Man. So you still get some <laughs> Don't discounted. Don't say he's gear. in there. Damage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's doing. A, he's going to Compton now actually instead of me because because um, we're doing this podcast. Him and him and Joe Joe Edwards today are the are the combo. So um, good luck. Um, for them with me, <laughs> Chris Beats. Um, um, Tam- he just says, "Insert Tammy Abraham-based question here." Let's talk about it then. Um, elephant in the room, Tammy Abraham. Where are we? What's happening? So many different, contrasting opinions and views. 
what, what, where's he coming? Is he going to Molyneux? I mean, the transfer window is back, back with a bang. Within, oh, um, within 24 exact. hours, within 24 hours of this break-in, three well-respected publications all put out completely inaccurate stories. <laughs> One, an £18 million bid has been accepted by Chelsea. Wrong. That was in the sun. Then the Evening Standard, for some reason, uh, put out a story saying um, Abraham can't sign for Wolves because he's played for three clubs this season. Um, Wrong. And it, right. So, yeah, he's played for Chelsea in the in the Community Shields and the under-23s. It shows you how highly regarded the Community Shield is that that is not an official match. It's actually the under-23 game that was, the, that was the, potentially a problem. But having checked this out, Wolves, Wolves are confident that it's not going to be an issue. Of course, they've done their due diligence, and uh, they say it's not. It's not. It's not going to be a problem. So, so when you say when you say confident, that that kind of implies that there is still significant interest there, and they're not. It's not dead. The deal. Oh no, no, totally. Well, well, the thing with this technicality is it's it's um, it's it's up to FIFA's discretion. I think Ben Arthur was the example highlighted. He couldn't play for Nice. Um, because he played an under twenty three game for somebody a few years ago, but no, they're um, from what I gather, you know, they're, they're confident it's not an issue. And then the third story was later that night after the Palace game, Sky Sports saying um, Chelsea saying he's not for sale, and it's like all these things. Honestly, where they get all this stuff from, I do not know. No, oh, we got some abuse for that, by the way. What? 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 Well, just talking about Tammy Abraham post uh, post Palace, you idiots! You know they've said it. Chelsea, you know, is not for sale. Yada yada yada. Yeah, right. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, ignore ignore everybody else. Um, okay. And the the latest is that I don't think they've actually put a bid in yet. But from what I understand, they're very confident of signing this guy. They've obviously wow. had some encouragement from Chelsea that the deal can be done. Um, I gather well, a story in the Telegraph a couple of days ago, uh, yesterday, saying that Chelsea have got um, about 10 days to enact the recall clause to recall him on loan from Villa and then mm-hmm. decide what to do with him. So, um, yeah, it seems like Wolves have got some very positive noises from Chelsea that this deal can be done. I don't think it would be an easy one to negotiate. Um, the suggestion is that he's on £55,000 a week. Um, Almost as much as you, Tim. Which... Is, I mean, you obviously want a pay rise if he's moving clubs. Never done it in the Premier League before. Young, fairly unproven talent, certainly at this level. I think that'll be an issue. How much are they going to pay him? How much are they going to want? I think it won't be an easy deal to structure, as in, I would imagine Wolves, rather than paying 20 million per se up front, mm-hmm. will want to structure it in their favour so that it's a longer term deal. Going along things like the amount of England caps you might win, or goals. getting into Europe, or goals per season, all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I'd imagine that it would be it would be structured in that way, which again, not easy to negotiate. I'm not expecting it to be a quick one, to be honest. But um, like I said, I gather Wolves are pretty confident that, that they can land their man. So um, January the 14th being the recall for Abraham, does that mean that? Whether or not he gets signed, you know, by the thirty-first or, or later on in January, if he's not recalled by the fourteenth, then that means the deal will be dead. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it seems that way. Yeah, that's certainly the suggestion that's been made, and I've got no reason to dispute that. And on the, on the other flip side of the coin, if he does get recalled, then then Wolves fans should get very excited if the deal is not done before that. I mean, if if well, if they recall him. Then they've still got to the rest of January to send him out on loan again, haven't they? So mm-hmm. if they recall him, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a done deal. I mean, what would be very interesting if if he does he play for Villa in the cup this weekend? Mm-hmm. I doubt it, but we'll we'll see. If he does, it's very interesting. But um, Dean Smith's comments the other night were um, quite naive. I think he basically said he'd be amazed if Abraham yeah. uh, is, isn't at Villa for the rest of the season. I mean, that's obviously now a huge doubt. Although I'd imagine at that point Wolves were only talking to Chelsea and Villa weren't necessarily in the loop. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of Wolves fans happy about this potential deal because it will ruin Villa's season um, although obviously Wolves going to give them Courtney Hawes to say sorry and maybe uh, Bonatini yeah I don't know why you keep saying that Yeah, I just think I've just got a feeling ok um, so yeah he's it's not the kind of player that I'd, I would have predicted Wolves would have gone for they, um, they don't what really what do you like... think do you think it's a good signing I mean 
It's one for the future, isn't it? It's one for it's one for the future. I would imagine he would come in. I'd imagine he'd be on the bench, and he'd have the kind of role that Afobi did last year to come on and, and be clinical in that in that penalty area when Wolves are perhaps chasing a game and finish off some of these chances that, that just go to waste. I mean, I highlighted it in the video the other night. Johnny just put a superb six cross into a six-yard box. At nil-nil um, against Palace, and there was nobody, absolutely nobody there. Sacco had time to, to chest the ball and give it back to his keeper. Mm. So they need someone who can finish off these chances in the six-yard box. Um, Abraham, 16 goals in 20. He's 21 years old. He's English. He's one for the future. He didn't do it at Swansea, albeit in a very poor team. So can he do it in the Premier League? We don't know yet, do we? So he's an unproven um, proven, uh, player in that respect. But I think uh, it's a very exciting signing. I think he, from what I've seen of him, he's got all the attributes you need, really. I mean, he was exceptional against Wolves in the Championship for Bristol City. He scored three in two games. I think it's a good signing. I just hope they don't pay over the odds for him in case he doesn't work okay. out. And of course, you know, with, with the Villa, you have got the John Terry factor of him being there and his relationship with Chelsea. So, you know, do you think that might play a part if, if, if Villa want to keep him? Um, no. Okay. Um, well, now we've, we've, we've kind of talked about, you know, Hawes and, and Abraham. Anyone else that Wolves have got um, their radar on? Well, um, any, I mean, any names? Well, we've talked about deals that might happen. What mm-hmm. about the deal that has happened? David Wang. Oh, David yes. Wang. What uh-huh. a wanger. Him Johnny, and, him, Johnny and Willie Bolly in the same team. I oh, mean, you're going to have a field day with tweets. It's carry-on Wolves, basically. <laughs> David Wang, the most Wolves transfer of 2K19 you could ever dream up. They've signed him from Jamia, <laughs> yeah. right? This club they've yeah. got to deal with in Spain. I can't imagine yeah. the negotiations were, were too, too difficult. <laughs> um, and then they've loaned him to Sporting. <laughs> <laughs> in Portugal God, it's the most Wolves transfer you can ever think of in your life he's um, obviously got a Chinese name he speaks Chinese and he's yeah. born in Spain fluent um, so, so it's all all the, all the ingredients are there basically it's absolutely classic oh it's brilliant absolutely superb um, so but but you know for players that are going to play hopefully sooner rather than later any 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 names kicking about we've talked about positions we, we know that the, the look at uh, look, look at wing back and maybe central midfield but any well, names? Well, I've seen, well, seen one Yama kicking around today. There was Falcao last week. No, it'll be it'll be wing back and centre half. That th- those will be the two priority positions. Okay. Especially now with Courtney Hawes going. But no, it's 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 quite quiet for names. Um, I um, I think they want to get the Abraham deal done as soon as they can, mm-hmm. and then probably bring in a couple of loans for for the rest of the season. But if they do get the Abraham deal done, surprising, you'll be surprised because you, you didn't expect them to spend much money in this window. Yeah, so well, we never know. It might it might be a loan to buy option, mightn't it? But yeah, no, I I am surprised. Um, they've already spent eighty, well, committed to spend eighty one million with a Dendonka fee. So, but hey, this is it. Now they know that they're going to be, um, they're not going to be relegated this season. Then they can uh, probably afford to spend a bit more. Okay, last few questions. Uh, Phil Foster, what car do you drive, Tim? Um, uh, I drive a Renault Clio, white white one. Did you put clean me on the back of my car the other day as well, by the way? Was no, that you? no, yes, swear down with this. No, did. Oh, no that had been good banter. I would have taken a picture. No, I didn't do it. MQ Adrian, um, how, how sacred is a 3 4 3 formation? Sacred? Mm. As, as in? As in, I guess, um, Nuno sticking to it. I mean, he's, he's obviously changed it recently, so probably not that sacred. He's, he's tinkered with it slightly, hasn't he? Mm. But. Um, I can't see him changing the four at the back if that's that's what the, the questioner means. It's, Nick it's... Francis, Nick Nick Francis. When's the next late night podcast coming? Enjoyed the last one from Leeds, I think. Do we do oh, Leeds late night? We podcast? had a good one at Swansea a year ago. Do you remember that? Oh, in the yeah, FA we Cup? did. Yeah. Never, you never know. Maybe maybe if they Man City on Monday night. Man City if Monday night over, could be one, couldn't it? That could be one. Could be one, especially on the back of a win. Unless it's changed to Sunday. Oh, goodness me. Um, at Cal Wolves, uh, how many signings do you think we'll make this month? Three. Three? Four, um, including Sam- Wang. <laughs> Sam Doherty. Um, talk about Wang. Tim, if you could donate a, a, a testes, um, it <laughs> might, if it meant Wolves could win the FA Cup, would you? <laughs> what? <laughs> would you, would you, would, would you? <laughs> oh, that would be, I mean, it would be the ultimate... A selfless act, wouldn't it? It would be the ultimate sacrifice. 
Um, ask so the missus. We're getting the, the missus on. Cup. We'll get the missus on. Ask the missus. <laughs> Come on, what do you reckon? No. Would you donate a part of your anatomy for Wolves to win the FA Cup? Would you lose half a finger to win the FA Cup? Wolves no. to win the FA Cup this no. season? No. I'd, no, I'd, I'd, I'd give a toe. I would give a toe. Would you give a toe? Yeah, I would give a toe. Oh, fair. Really? What, yeah. a little toe? Like the fourth one, probably. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you joking? Think, no. So if you had a surgeon, I mean, your do- your, your your dad, I'm sure, has done a, a little, bit, little bit of surgery, a little bit of soaring action. Well, no, 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 he was a GP, so... I'll, yeah, no. but they all can do it. They all can do a little little toe here and there. If he came around this, this afternoon and said, look, drink some whiskey, um, bite on this, here's your toe for the FA Cup, would you do it? I mean, I, I, no, I'd want to have some anaesthetic, mate. I mean, it's not it's not a saw movie. <laughs> um. Can we film it? <laughs> yeah, no, I'd, I'd probably sacrifice my fourth toe. Really? I mean, what a day! It's been since 1960 since we won the no, FA Cup. You, you no, know, you've got to do it, and the person who's got to take off your toe is Kitman Pat. <laughs> He'd love to do that. <laughs> I'd love to take a toe off. No, right, I, okay. I think I would, mate. Just because, imagine the joy it would bring to about a hundred thousand people. They'd yeah, never forget yeah, it for the rest of their lives. Uh, it's the new ice bucket challenge. <laughs> um, right, okay, right. Tim, we're 50 minutes in, so we've got about 15 minutes in. Okay, and I'm going to stop you quickly. Shoot through some emails. I've got to, got to speak about somebody who, who we have loved and adored on this podcast, because he was in the news this week. I was going to say, in, he died or something. In the news this week. Go on, go Ricky. on. Ricky! Oh, Ricky! Ricky! Ricky, you tart! Ricky, you slag! You chatch! So, I didn't know What's this... He? I didn't know this at all, but un- until on. this week, the person who'd scored the most goals in English football this century was yeah. Ricky Lambert. <laughs> what? The most goals in English football this century. That's incredible. Incredible, right? I, n- I had no idea. Like, you slag him off like he's... Because he was Sunday dreadful. League. But honestly, you um, he was in a Sunday League side. He was overtaken by by Billy Sharp this week. It broke broke his record. Oh, um, was he? But it yeah, but it was Lambert's, which I had no idea about. What a guy! What a guy! What a guy! I mean, he must have scored all of them in his in his, in his twenties because there was nothing happened between thirty three and thirty eight. Oh come on! Anyway, oh, there you he's go. Terrible. So he's still the second highest goal scorer in English football this century. Is that what he's always claiming? Is that, is that on his LinkedIn profile, is it? <laughs> yeah. Come on, hit me with some emails. Ooh. Very quick, very quick. Okay, P. Mansell. Hi both, having watched us play all the top teams now, would you agree that one of the main differences is how fluid the forwards are in changing positions? Their movement is unpredictable and difficult to mark. Do we need to try and emulate this, especially at home? Mm. Um, they can't really do it with Jimenez, though, can they? Um I'd say Liverpool, Chelsea didn't didn't really play with a proper number nine, but I do like that idea that idea of interchanging. I think they should do it more. They did yeah. try a little bit at Cardiff away, but it didn't really work. But no, I agree. I agree in spirit. Yes. And uh, you say you want to be quick. Oh, I was a really really good one here. Sorry, hang on a second. Hello. Hello. Got I just, you, got you, I'm, got you. I muted and coughed. Oh, okay, okay. Russell oh, using the mute button, I like it. Russell Tust. Yep. Hi, guys. I thought it was about time I wrote. First, I want to wish you a Happy New Year. And secondly, I want to thank you for entertaining me right from the very beginning when you first started your podcasts. Oh, not, not, not podcast one, we have to talk about other clubs. I'm based in Shanghai, and I've been living here for the last seven years, probably oh. longer. I'm no longer counting. Um, I escaped the financial crisis, having lost my job in London. Mm-hmm. I'm from Wolverhampton with my, my, both my parents still there. I ca- honestly can't ever see myself going back to the UK to work again. Oh, well, you can invite us out there if you, if you want. Anyway, what spurred me eat- on... Are you, are you eating? Are you no. eating? What What's spurred me on in writing to you was that I was in mm. a meeting recently. The meeting, with a picture attached with Chinese guys and my boss, was next to a building owned by Fosun. So oh, I thought I would share good. their Christmas tree which is huge. Oh, and I'm going to tweet that. it out with a podcast. As you can see, Foshan do spend money. Um, <laughs> what else makes me curious is this. I know Chinese companies invest in football as business investments and to grow mm. the sport in mm. China, but I've never been to a game where a stadium is full. In fact, they're mostly empty. During the last World Cup, my apartment building set up a big screen for residents to watch, to view the games. At most games, I was normally the only person watching out of hundreds of people. I just don't see or feel the support for the for the game here in China because basketball is still the number one sport. 
Maybe mm-hmm. it will happen, but in my observations, it's going to be a very long and slow process. Maybe that's a good thing for wolves. No, I like it. Uh, I must admit one thing. I use a VPN filter here to access Google, WhatsApp, and at the moment, even the BBC. The, oh. bl- the blocking varies oh. depending on what's going on the, in, in the news. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I usually try and use a VPN location to create a... Well, I should probably stop reading that out at that point. Uh, so anyway, carry on the good work, and I'm looking forward with great interest to see what happens in the transfer window. Excellent. Sorry Excellent. That's if, a great uh, email. If we never hear from Russell again, then it's because I've read out too much of that email. So... Um, he sent us some nice pictures. Next so, yeah. thing we'll be back in, back in, hi <laughs> guys, I'm back in Wolverhampton. I've been deported since uh, you ran my last email. <laughs> um, Craig Maudsley also emails mm. as well. Having seen Rude having seen Rude Patricio's performance today, this was at Spurs. I was wondering he might do better if he had four hands rather than the wow. usual ratio of hands to feet. Wow. Given the disparity between his shot stopping and his kicking, could mm. this surgery be performed in the summer? More surgery. More surgeries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff yeah there you go uh, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, Ryan Darks as well mm-hmm. sent a very nice email but yeah, we're running out of time uh, yes, and Darren May as well it. thanks for all your emails this week guys thank you thank you love you love you I'll tell you what how cold is it outside have you seen outside yet have you got outside no I haven't been, I haven't been outside yet no. sheets of ice in Stafford today right is there do you know what you need do you know what you need to clean oh, your, brilliant. Clean I your love path you need some rock salt Need some rock salt, Tim, at £3.95 from our very good, great, superb sponsors, Wolverhampton Building Supplies. And they are ready to deliver, Tim, at short notice when the big freeze sets in. Uh, your one-stop shop for all your DIY and building products. Family-run business, Simon and his team, that's small enough to care and big enough to cope, I um, ran, ran a great ran a great uh, quiz, um, great great competition with them on New Year's Eve for two days. And Matt Hunt, Matt Hunt won a VIP experience for the Palace game, um, entertained by Simon and his team um, in the Sir Jack um, Sir Jack Lounge. Absolutely superb seats and um, four course meal, champagne reception. Went they all went down to the. Uh, down to the touchline, got the pictures taken, absolutely superb. So if you get the chance, if you need some products, get yourself down to Wolverhampton Building Supplies and also follow them on Twitter because you never know, there could be a competition on its way again. You ready to go? <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Do you know what we're ready to go? Do you know ready what time, time of the week it is? Because we always have time for this. <gasps> it's Abuse of the Week! Abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Ah! Everyone's looking at me like I'm some sort of men. Um, Can't say that word. Oh, can you not? Sorry. Um, Right, okay, here we go. Um, Abuse of the week, abuse of the week. Here we go. Um, so we got some abuse from the Spurs video, Tim. I got a little abuse from the Spurs video. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to locate it at this moment in time. Um, let's have a look. Well, I'll, I'll, start, I'll, I'll interject then while you look for that. Okay. I, I, oh, I found a, it. Found it. Uh, Wolves Palace match report out. Mm-hmm. Uh, match report from a depressing night at Molyneux was how I tweeted it. Right. Stuart Burgess, oh, don't you start. Sick of negativity on this site. Oh. They lost 2-0. Um, so I went back at him and then he comes back with I'm aware of the result thanks just don't get just don't need the use of language like depressing get an effing grip he says wow 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 what the hell goodness me um, in our post-match video against um, Spurs uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers 3 Spurs 1 uh, Rob at RJB 2018 UK uh, replied to our video saying you're a bit of a twat, ain't you? Funny you and Tim think you're celebs whilst your paper is sinking. Um, <laughs> came from uh, came from Rob there. Rob's a Manchester United fan. I think you should check the Manchester Evening News before you start uh, having got the Express and Stir. Oh, burn. Burn. Um, still the biggest selling regional newspaper in the country, by the way. Um, anyway, anyone else, Tim, for me? Um, you used to a uh, picture out of me at Molyneux on Tuesday night. And someone replied, they've deleted it, but from memory, they said, uh, why does Tim always um, 
always make gay poses, I think. Was, oh, yes. Was what yes. he said. Uh, there's nothing wrong with being gay, uh, actually. Tino underscore Santino. Do you have a problem with your sexuality? Um, Judah replied, trying to copy your profile pic. Sometimes he has some normal tweets, and sometimes he's just plain abusive. Is he? I've never, ne- never come across this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, but then he deleted his tweet, you see. So all these people are a big gob, and then all of a sudden, you know, don't, don't like it when they get exposed, do they? Uh, Stubbsy is back this week. Oh, Stubbsy, of course he is. Me and Field, and we think we've, we've discovered who he is, actually. Mm. Uh, mm. Can't sound the podcast, but okay. we're wise to you. Buddy, oh, really? um, he says it's not really abuse, yeah. more advice. All mm. the ENS need to do, get mm. back in the corridor to get back in the corridors of Molyneux, right? Mm. Is demote Spears to cover fate openings and promote Jamie Brassington to chief wolves reporter, <laughs> as advised by Stubbs and Co. In the past mm. few weeks, right? Okay, excellent news. Well, you don't mind a fate opening? There's a nice little buffet on there, isn't there? I used to love pins. doing uh, fate openings. Yeah, yeah. good fun. Do, do they still have fate opening? Is, is fate still 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 a thing? Is it? Uh, is it like a garden party? Is it? Yeah, no. You still get village fates. Yeah. Do you not oh, get them in okay. Dorridge? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't get invited to these these big shindigs anymore. I bet you don't. But they can't stand no. you. No, hey, 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 hey. Um, anything else? Who's this? Who's this big time Charlie, ex Nickelodeon, yeah. failed Nickelodeon presenter, <laughs> coming in with his two? Two little husky dogs, whatever they are. <laughs> so cute, though. So cute. Um, right, okay, we're moving on. Can we move away from this, please? Yeah, let's go, yeah. Are you done? Okay, right. Um, it's Liverpool. It's Monday night. Um, sick of the sight of them, but we've got another another game. Um, is it going to be a Wolverhampton Wanderers Reserves versus Liverpool Reserves? I hope not, but I fear so. Um, Nuno's tended to make eight or nine changes for every single cup game he's taken charge of. So I can't see any reason why he wouldn't do it again, mm-hmm. to be honest. Because that's, that's, that's what he's done, isn't it? I don't see any reason why. Because, yes, Wolves are clear of relegation. And if it was if, if old Timmy Spears was the manager... Oh, yeah, sold him. I, I, would, I would go for it. because um, but, but Wolves' target is the top half of the table. And for this season, that's their stated target for the campaign. Mm-hmm. So they're not guaranteed of finishing the top half, of course. Mm-hmm. So therefore, the FA Cup is not a priority. Therefore, after a busy schedule, four games in ten days or whatever it was, Nuno will rest players. I'm sure of that. Okay. Which is a shame um, because Liverpool will definitely rest players, and I'd love Wolves to go as strong as possible, give it a really good go because they've got pedigree in this competition this season. You know, mm-hmm. they've they've proven they can beat some of the big teams. They're a match mm-hmm. for any team on their day. Um, they've got um, fantastic FA Cup tradition. The fans absolutely love it. They've got some Drum quality players. They're, they're the ninth best team in the country, according to the league tables. So, yeah. therefore, they've got a great chance of winning the Cup this year. Of course they have, if they've got the right draws. Mm-hmm. The, this isn't in the, in the third round. But like I said, Liverpool will rest players. There's a chance yeah. to beat them at home. Yeah. I don't think he'll go for it. We'll see. Wolves may still win the game. But for me, there's a, Wolves, Wolves by, by its very nature, have got the best opportunity they have to win the FA Cup in many, many years. Because they've mm-hmm. got the best team they've had in many, many years. But mm. yeah, I, I don't think I, I think he'll rest a lot of players. It'd be interesting to see. This is my team. This is my team that I think he'll put out. Shall, shall, shall I go through it? Yeah, go on. You can say how many how many is rubbish. So three four three. Uh, I'm going to say Ruddy in goal. I'm going to say a back three of Connor Cody. Who I think he'll play Liverpool connections, etc. Um, Dendonka, and I'm not sure about the other one, but I'm thinking probably oh, I don't know. Maybe Bennett. Now I'm thinking Doherty will play and Vinagra, Sace and Neves in the middle with Cavalero, Bonatini and either Gibbs White slash Traore. How how far am I away, do you think? Hello? <laughs> right, sorry. <laughs> I think my connection cut out there. Uh, okay. Yeah. How far am I away, do you think? Probably not too far. I mean mm. I think Cody will play. I've got against f- Liverpool. Yeah, I think Cody Platt. I've got a funny feeling he might go three forwards, um, in in keeping with refusing to play Bonatini. Right. I wonder. I wonder if he'll play three forwards or if Gibbs White will play in a kind of a false nine position. Yeah. Do you think Trier will play though? I think. 
I think Traore and Cavalero will play. Yeah. I think I agree. Dendonka says, I think, yeah, Neves as well, Vinagra, Doherty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably nailed the rest of it, and Ruddy as well in goal. But mm. I'd love him. I'd love him to start with Jimenez, Matinho, Johnny. Is there no chance that, that Jimenez will start, do you think? And he might just say, oh, Jimenez, you play, go and play 60 minutes? I'd be surprised because he's, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's worked so hard this season. He's, he's been flogged. He plays every, mm. every game bar one. Um, so maybe um, on bench, maybe ma- bench for half yeah, an hour. Yeah, I, I think I think he'll play a strong bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. And, and the team that you've read out is, if that is the team, and I don't think you're far off. Um, is is a very good team that, that can win the game, but um, mm. but it doesn't give Wolves the best opportunity of, of winning the game does it, if if he does that. But yeah. anyway, we'll see. We'll see. Liverpool. I mean, obviously they can make several changes and, and still have a far stronger team than uh, than Wolves. Mm-hmm. Likes of Shakiri will come in. Um, Mignolet is, is still there who'd be their keeper yeah Mignolet still there yeah okay well that, that'll be good news because mm-hmm. we know he can drop a clanger but yeah looking at yeah. the bench through the night Sturridge Cater Fabinho mm. Lalana, Shakiri, uh, Moreno you know the, the quality players quality yeah. quality players so yeah. Wolves will be up against it um, saying that Tim shall we have a predictione it's Wolverhampton Wanderers against Liverpool. I fear, why well, do I say fear? I mean, it doesn't, bother, it doesn't affect me too much that this Manchester City game will be moved to a Sunday because I think this will go to a replay. I'm going to say Wolverhampton Wanderers 1, Liverpool 1. Replay at Anfield. Um, I predict it won't be a sellout, that's for sure. I mm, saw, saw the tweet out there were still tickets available and I'm not, not particularly shocked to be honest got the ticket pricing wrong on that one um, mm. it's a shame because it's Monday night they level their fireworks and all that usual malarkey but yeah it could be our full stadium Yeah, I think um, Liverpool will nick it late on 2-1 2-1 yeah should be fun though weekend off for you as well weekend off looking forward to that boozing probably Get, get the rocks out before you do that, though. Don't want to be slipping and sliding before you get home at 2am. <laughs> uh, yourself, you got a game this weekend, have you? No, i got a weekend off, which is very, very nice. So I'll be spending it do- uh, running errands, Tim. Running errands and sorting repairs out for the house and, and, and all the boring stuff that needs to be done in January, Tim. Sounds great. Sounds great. It's been a pleasure. I shall see you on Monday night. Peeps, have a great weekend. Get a few drinks in you, and then we'll see you on Monday night at Molyneux. From Timothy, from myself, take care. Bye-bye.